0: Welcome to the Money and Meaning Show. I'm your host, Kanae Quarter, National Certified Counselor and the world's number one clinical hypnotherapist specializing in stress management for healthcare professionals who want to turn a life of stress into a life of meaning and help their patients do the same. Tune in each week. I'll show you how to respond to yourself first. So are you ready to let go of your stress? Well, let's get into today's show. Hey there, my Pros Pros. Welcome to this edition of the Money and Meaning Show. I am your host, Kanae Corder, National Certified Counselor and the world's number one clinical hypnotherapist specializing in financial therapy. And we are going to talk about some finances today. We don't talk about finance every week because that's not what we're about. Wealth is just a part of prosperity. There's wellness. There's what we call wow. But today, we'll talk about some money and you know that is one of my favorite subjects like i can talk about money all the time the other day i heard i guess it's been about a month now i heard kim kardashian say that she doesn't like to talk about money i was like girl you need a financial therapy session like what how can you not like to talk about money yeah <laughs> so i was so surprised to hear her say that. But that just goes to show that money is a cause of stress, whether you have it or not. This woman has millions and millions and millions of dollars, but doesn't feel comfortable talking about money. That's very interesting, don't you think? And I want to talk to you today about the five financial ideas I use to get through 2020 in one piece. Now, There were more, but I don't want to make this episode that long. So I'm going to take the first five that come to my head, the five that I think were the strongest and that made the biggest impact and and meant the most. So be prepared. If you need to take notes, if you're driving, guess what? I'm going to try and put a lot of this in the show notes. So you will have it. So let's get started. (laughs) Yeah. Before I go to breaking down the five financial ideas that I used to, I want to say I like broke through 2020. What I want to tell you first is this thing that I did. So I started Presidential at the peak of the last financial crisis. And I didn't know that it was a financial crisis. When I started it, it just unfolded as the business was unfolding. And I was like, oh crap. And it hit so hard because I owned another business right before this. It was called Financial Image. And we did credit restoration and both personal and business. And, and then I started to help people with like insurance. And then that's when I realized I needed a series seven to go any further in 66. So I got my series seven in 66 and I started helping people financial planning. I started out at Ameriprise and Ameriprise was awesome. They did really good financial planning, but they didn't have the products. They didn't have enough of the stocks and bonds and they had some mutual funds, but just they just didn't have enough products. And so I burned out and I needed a supplement to my business because I was bored, and that's how I started presidential lifestyle and Then I ended up going to Morgan Stanley using my financial planning background because Morgan Stanley wasn't known for that they were known for for the products for stocks and bonds and all the mutual funds and that kind of thing and so i took i was an anomaly because i had, I had a series seven and sixty six but I also was a financial planning specialist. So I took what I knew, took it to Morgan Stanley and kind of raised the bar to what you could offer. I was about to say a patient, no, a client. They're patients now that I'm a therapist, but they weren't patients then. They were clients. Morgan Stanley didn't have that. And so I was kind of like, oh, this unicorn, this new kid on the block. She knows a bunch of stuff. She knows technology because Keep in mind that the average age of an advisor is like fifty something at Morgan Stanley. So, can you imagine how old some of these guys were? And I say guys, yes, because many of them, most of them, were guys. I go in and I'm this young kid, and I'm female, and I'm black, and and I know some things, and I move through the ranks really quickly because I know some things. I know, I know marketing, I know events, I know financial planning. I know the stocks and bonds, but I really didn't have to know that because the other guys did. So I took what I knew and I married it with what they knew. And and I joined some teams and we had some great successes. Well, that strategy worked so well that Morgan Stanley ended up having me teach that strategy to other new financial advisors coming in. They call them wealth advisors or wealth associates, I think. And so I was teaching it to the wealth associates. This, this strategy that I created, and some of them became really successful with it as well. I tell you that to say that I wake up in the morning thinking strategically. I go to sleep at night thinking strategically, whether it's about finance or about how to get my daughter to do what I want her to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, it's not that easy. And, you know, parents, you understand. And she's an adult. So sometimes I'm like, oh, let me see. How can I, you know, kind of influence her? Because I know I don't control her. Remember, control the controllable, and we don't control our children. So, I am always strategizing. I stay in strategy mode. If you come to me and say, Kene, this is what I want to do. I'm going to tell you how to do it. I always have a how. It just lives inside of me. It's my genius. I know how to do it. I have insight. I can just see the path. And so that's kind of what I want to talk to you about today. The strategy that I used in order to navigate through 2020, because like we talked about last episode, I'm not mad at 2020. It wasn't a bad year for me. It was an interesting year. It was one I will never forget for many reasons, you know, because of so many good things that came out of it. But I learned so much. I learned so much in 2020. And and I was really proud of my strategy because if you remember, I had already created a strategy and I had to throw that strategy out the window and then I had to create a new strategy. So you're ready. Do you have your pen and paper? Take some notes. Because you still got a couple of weeks left if you want to. I don't think you can employ this strategy with a couple of weeks left, but at least you can be ready for the next crisis because, oh, this is what I wanted to tell you about the crisis. When I was going through that crisis, the first one, building this business and going through the crisis, I said, and I quote, the next crisis I will benefit from. I will benefit from the next crisis. Yes, that is what I said. And every year I said that over and over and over and over again. And yeah, it was what? 11 years later, because it's 2009 when I first started presidential, and almost 11 years later before the next crisis. But I stayed true to that manifestation statement, that mantra. I said, I will benefit from the next crisis. The next crisis, I will benefit. I will benefit. And I said it over and over and over again. And I didn't say how, or I didn't have strategy around it. I just knew I was steadfast and I I just knew I would. One of the things that I worked so hard to do every single day, or I should say every year, was to keep my expenses low, which is not easy because there are plenty of things to buy. You know, the little paint on your car starts to chip and you're like, I could get a new car. Or I could just keep this car so I don't have to worry about spending money you know to another twenty thirty thousand whatever amount you pay for a new car. I could get a new house I could get new jewelry I could you know all the things and so I can be sort of a minimalist, and you've probably heard me say before I do spend a lot of money on presidential that's where I spend my money, and that's why I'm willing to take on debt. Um, is in presidential because I know that the money comes is that's where it's going to come and I can raise. And I don't really like to pay myself as much as I like to leave money in the company. So I pay myself low so that I can keep presidential flowing. I just gave you two tidbits, but I'm gonna break them down for you. So the first thing I said was I kept my expenses low. I kept the business expenses as low as I could. I kept the personal expenses as low as I could. Now, some people will look at me and say, oh, Kanane, is that presidential? It is for me because presidential is personal and it's all about how you want to feel. And I do not want to feel stressed and I do not want to have to live off of best case scenario. So I'm not depriving myself at all. I get all the things I want but i manage my desires and I make sure that my desires really are mine. I'm not looking at other people and say, Oh, they got a new car. I should probably get a new car. Oh, they got a new computer. I should get a new computer. Oh, they got a new iPhone. I should get a new iPhone. None of that. I really manage my desires. I'm very conscious about my desires and I'm very critical about my desires. I'm like, mm, let's think this through. Do we really need this? Do we? Can we do without this? Can we sacrifice? Can we go on a, or I, what I don't do is I don't deprive myself, but I do sacrifice sometimes. So that was the first thing that I really had to get clear on, keeping my expenses low. And I've been doing that for a few years now. There were some years where I was a little excessive and it didn't work for me. It worked against me. And, and I learned from that. So that that was the first thing, keeping my expenses low. The second thing is I don't flow all the money I could out to me. And it's a good thing that I did do that because that helped me do some other things in the business that I needed to do. Again, I also said that I'm not afraid of debt. Now, some people are gonna be upset with me when I say that, but I'm just not. I'm not afraid of debt, especially in the business. So I was also willing to take on some debt then some debt can be forgiven. Some debt is at 0% financing. Some debt is not necessarily bad as long as you get it for cheap. So if you are willing to take on debt, sometimes you can grow your business faster because a lot of times people are looking for venture capitalists and you might not need venture capitalists. All you might need is a loan and some more customers. Yeah, you don't necessarily need venture capitalist money. You might need a loan and some more customers maybe a little crowdsourcing. I helped one friend and client of mine with crowdsourcing and that went really well for her. So keeping expenses low and then holding on to the money, right? Don't let all the money flow through. And and that that may be to you, that might be to employees. You can defer some of that in bonuses later. So, but be willing to take on debt. Now, I just gave you three that weren't that I wasn't even expected to give you. (laughs) So this might be more than five, but just go with me. Whatever comes out is what comes out. And I was trying to keep this episode short because when I started talking about finances, oh, I just go because I love this topic. But here's the kicker. Here's a big, biggie, 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 big one. I lowered my prices for my patients before I was asked. Before I was forced, I did not let myself get in dire straits. Now I got this idea from two business owners that I know three, actually one of my interview here on the podcast earlier this year, and they just told me about how they lowered their prices for their, their customers without them asking, or I watched them do it. and They didn't even tell me, or I'm their customer and they did it for me. And so when that happened two or three times where I talked to people about it, I was like, hmm, it's a great idea. I took it. Sometimes you gotta take that great advice, even if it's not handed to you, say, here's advice. As a business owner, you gotta be forward thinking. You gotta see through in order to take advantage of what's right in front of you. So I wanted to take advantage of that quote unquote advice. And so I lowered my prices. I had COVID pricing, but let me give you a little caveat there was an end date to that COVID pricing. There wasn't like infinity COVID pricing. I said my COVID pricing was going to end in October and I kept my word to myself. I ended my COVID pricing in October. So now we're back up to our normal price. If you come in now, whether it's for your one-on-one retreat or I'm not taking that many one-on-one hypnotherapy patients anymore, but a few, I take a few a week and we're back up to our normal pricing. But for six months, we lowered the price considerably, significantly. And, but because the expenses were low, we were able to do that. So, you see how this is like a ripple effect. You keep the expenses low so that you're able to lower the pricing when you need to in order to get through a hard time like now. And then, We were able to take. we did take on some debt and I was okay with that because I knew how to deploy it. I knew what I wanted it to do. And and it was offered the PPP. We were one of the recipients, but we don't know yet. But that looks like it's going to be forgiven. So that might have been a smart move. We'll see. But even if it's not, the interest is so low that it was worth it you see where I'm going with this. Like it's very strategic, very thoughtful. One thing connects to the other. It's not like you wake up in the morning and think it, you just fly by the seat of your pants. Now, many business owners are already doing all of these things. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, canay. I know, canay. I know, I? Well, thank goodness you do. And pass this episode on to one of your fellow entrepreneurs who doesn't know. Because Many of you, you went and you became a therapist, you became a doctor, you became a functional medicine doctor, whatever you became, but you didn't go to business school. You went to medical school, right? You went to therapy school you went to get your PhD, whatever you did, there wasn't a lot of business classes in there. And so you might feel like you are on a hamster wheel, when it comes to your your business finances and your business strategy, your business model, you might feel like you're not getting it right. You might feel like you're just barely floating or treading water and and you're stressed. And like those little duck legs, they talk about, you know, the duck looks calm, but the little legs underneath are just pedaling. And that's how the anxiety is in your belly is just pedaling and fluttering. And you don't know if you're going to be able to stay afloat. Am I describing you? Yeah, I felt that. Mm -hmm. So one, you're not alone. And two, you can get through this. And three, if you're still alive, you can thrive. (laughs) You know how much I love to rhyme and I did not purposely do that. It just came out and I'm so proud of myself. So yeah, but I'm going to say it again. If you're still alive, you can thrive. Now, you you probably, if you've been listening for a while, you know my survive, strive, thrive philosophy. So you might be in survivor mode. I know that mode. I've lived there for, before, and it doesn't feel good. But you can move through to strive mode. And you're striving, you're striving, you're striving. And your head's down, and you're pumping, pumping, pumping. And this is where a lot of the burnout happens in strive mode. And then you move into thrive mode, but it's really tough to move from strive to thrive without some guidance. You cut expenses, keep your expenses low, and then you, you hold to onto the money. You don't let the money pass through too far and you're willing to take on some debt and you lower your prices for your patients. This podcast is brought to you by Presidential Lifestyle, a wellness company focused on wealth in all of its forms, providing the world's best life transformational programs to healthcare professionals, elevating everything from your mind, body, spirit, productivity, and even your business. Every area of your life transformed and optimized for just a few dollars a day. You'll have access to live hypnotherapy, on-demand virtual guides, and continuing education courses as well as group discussion forums, all available from your mobile phone or your desktop. Get early access to this life transformational program by visiting presidentiallifestyle.com slash early. Let me ask you a question. Are you a healthcare or wellness professional burned out from the demands of what it takes to truly serve your patients and clients? Then Presidential Experience is for you. You need someone to pour into you the way you pour into others. It's time for you to make the shift from putting others first to responding to yourself first. I'll show you exactly how to do it. Right now, we're looking for 25 purpose-driven healthcare professionals to participate in our early access program. I've developed this program over the past 10 years and I've learned that it can help break through the blocks keeping healthcare professionals from enjoying their life's work. We are limiting access to 25 people because keeping the group small will help maximize impact. I'm offering to share my techniques with you at a deeply discounted rate in exchange for your feedback and shares. If you join us on this transformational journey, we will work together weekly as I deliver live group hypnotherapy sessions so you can experience it for yourself. I'll share with you the techniques and answer your question as you prepare to use what you've learned in your own life and practice. Outside of your weekly sessions with me, you can interact with other members to share ideas and success stories. So here's what you're going to do. Go to presidentiallifestyle.com slash early. If you're even remotely interested in this don't wait because it won't last long. Go ahead, click the link in the show notes or go to com slash early because there's more to tell you. So I look forward to working with you and I'll see you soon. More. Here's one more thing that I wanna I want to add. And I talked about it a little bit and that is taking on advice or listening. But one of the number one reasons why I stayed afloat in 2020 was because I have a financial background. But you do, you may not. So you may need to get some guidance and be okay with that. You don't have to know everything. And so that one is not really a financial tip as much as it is like a life tip, like be willing to get counsel. Now, some of you already have and you trust your counsel, but that's the second part. So get counsel and then get counsel you can trust. And so if you can't trust your counsel, you need to get new counsel. You have no idea how many CPAs I've been through. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's so frustrating. So, you know, our attorneys, we love them. Our our bookkeeper, we love her, but we've gone through a lot of CPAs that have not been that great year after year after year, but we keep trying and we keep looking for the one that we could trust. So we have a new one now. Whew, fingers crossed. <laughs> and we have financial advisor. I do. I do have my own financial advisor. Because even though I am, it's kind of like a doctor needs a doctor. You know, a dentist needs a dentist. You're not going to do your own filling, are you? No. (laughs) So can't do your own surgery. Every doctor needs a doctor. Every financial advisor needs a financial, every therapist needs a therapist. Oh, it's one of my biggest pet peeves. You cannot heal the world if you are not healed yourself. I don't care if you're a therapist, you're a doctor, whatever you're doing, if you are a healer, you shall be healed. Whatever you need to do, I, you, you can join the prosperity club. You can get presidential experience. Whatever you need to do, you can go somewhere else. You can see your you know, colleague in the office next to you. Whatever it is that you need to do, get your therapy or get your health care. Keep yourself well so that you don't burn out. All right, and let's see if I have a bonus one for you. Are you one of those people that everybody seems to ask for? Like you're a hero, people know that you'll save them so they they are willing to make mistakes because they know they could come to you. Are you one of those people? Okay, so here's the thing you can do. Lower your gift fund, like have a number, whatever that is. And maybe you're used to giving out a $1,000 a month or whatever, you're, maybe you don't even count it. You just give, 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 give until you just stop when then the month turns over and thing you know you're giving, 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 giving. I'm saying have a number. So if that number was a thousand, maybe you just cut it in half to 500. And that's when you say, no, no, I don't have it. They said, can I borrow? Can you lend me? Can you give me? No, I cannot. And it's okay to say no. because Because it's not a bad word. It's a good word. It's honest. And if it's time for you to be honest and say no, be honest, say no. Don't stress yourself out. And that got me in. But the number one thing, you know, I talk about the gift fund. The number one thing that got me through 2020 and then about five or six years is that I stopped celebrating holidays that didn't really mean anything to me. And sure, I did grow up Christian and for a few years before I switched to new thought. And and I bought Christmas gifts and that was some, my mother loves Christmas. She loves it. She lives for it. She just loves buying gifts. It's just something that she loves to do. And so I kind of adopted that from her, but I started to feel like that was the only relationship I had with some people was the gifts that I would give them or buy them. And so I had to cut it off. And that was, that's gotten me through 2020 as well. Being able to just say, Mm-mm, no, 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 not able, not able to do it. No, Nope. nope. And that feels good. But I would also say yes where I was able. Because I'm not saying just say no just for the heck of saying no. Now, don't be mean. If you have it and you want to share it, share it. So when I was able, I did. But I got really good at receiving. And I'm probably like on number 10 at this point because I'm just throwing things out there. So you might have to rewind this because I don't think I'm going to be able to recap. But receive. That's what got me through 2020. So my heroes out there, my prosperity pros. Yeah, because my prosperity pros usually were heroes before they became pros. Before you became a professional at prosperity. I know you were a hero and you love to save and you'd love to give. But I'm asking you if you would be open to receiving, not just receiving, but being an excellent receiver. Yeah, do that. And then this, I want to, I want to ask you not to do something though. So you know how I said cut expenses. Where I do not want you to cut expenses is you're in your health care. Now all of that was first. So you know how they say pay yourself first. My example of that is making sure you keep your health regimen up. That's paying yourself first, and then you can pay whatever and put into your your savings and all of that stuff and your investment accounts. Keep those investment accounts up too, even during hard time as much as you can, especially when the market is down. If you actually do own stocks and mutual funds and ETFs and all the things, these are great times to buy, not sell necessarily for institutions. Yeah, maybe, but not individual investors. You can take a big hit if you're buying high and selling low. So if you bought, And the price is lower than you bought. You may not want to sell unless you think that stock is never ever going to come back. It might rebound. And so if it does, you sold out of it when it was down, when the value was down, you're never going to get your money back. So sometimes just being still. And that is my last tip for you. Just be still. You don't have to move all the time. Now, That was a tough lesson for me because those of you who know me know I am a mover and a shaker and being still is foreign to me. But I learned. We have to learn. We can't just keep doing the same thing expecting a different result. Humanity, insanity, humanity. (laughs) Yeah, we don't have to drive ourselves insane because we don't know how to be still because being still is a blessing. And last episode, I was talking about, you know, what we got out of 2020 and 2020 allowed me to sit down and be still. I watched a whole lot of comedy. <laughs> I hope you did too, because if you watch a bunch of news, then you better listen to last week's episode like 10 times to help you get out of that depression you're probably feeling. But I didn't watch the news. I was like, forget that. I almost said another word, but I was like, forget that. I'll just watch some stand-up. I love stand-up. It's like, it's, it's so fun. And so that's what I've spent a lot of my time doing. Then there are a couple of shows that I hadn't watched in years that I binged on. One of them is Homeland. I love Homeland. It's just, ugh, love that show. Anyways, I think it, that it's ended now. I think seven or eight seasons now and it ended and I hadn't seen the last two seasons because I really hadn't been watching TV or anything like it, but I do love movies. Wow, I am so off topic right now. Anyway, what I'm saying is be still. <laughs> you thought I forgot what I was saying, but I didn't. And the way that I was able to be still was to watch comedies and and just like accept. I just accepted that nothing was happening right now. So I set my butt down. Sometimes I laid in the bed a little longer than I normally would. I wore a heck of a lot of warm-up clothes and yoga pants and leggings. And I was okay with that because I wasn't going to any events. I sat out in the backyard, though, a lot at the pool and like just chilled and drank tea. And I manifested a whole lot. Like I said, I will benefit from the next crisis. And I did. And I visualized. And then when it was all over, I started playing tennis and I got out and I moved around and I got this body working again. And so although I was doing my health care regimen on the inside, I wasn't doing that much on the outside so i had to get back to that so let's see if i can recap i don't think i can but i'm going to try keep your expenses low like try not to let all the money flow through to you cuz i know that's what a lot of business owners do they want to pay themselves so much sometimes keeping that expense low for a while is, is the best thing to do and hire the right person be willing to do that willing to be willing to take on some debt that is low like zero percent or that might be forgiven. Don't be so debt adverse. You might need to lower your prices, but you won't have to do that now. Um, you should be fine now. But I was saying you may have had to do that. And that's okay if you did. You did the right thing. As long as you have cut your expenses and keep your expenses low. But even, I didn't say this one, but even calling your vendors and asking for lower prices, that got me through too. I definitely did that. So I continued to contribute to my investments. I lowered my gift fund. I wasn't giving as much. I was giving but just not as much. And I kept up my health regimen and and I was still. So I I did a lot. I think I'm I probably left a, a thing or two out, but hopefully you got it. Then we'll, we'll talk some more. So I'm looking forward to seeing what we create in 2021, you and I together. Because as you heard me say, 2021 is the year of fun. I hope you're ready because we're going to have some fun in 2021. And it's it's going to start really early too. It's actually going to start in a few weeks. We're doing a challenge, a a money challenge. It's like a money fix and you should be a part of it. It's free. So you should be a part of it. Because it's it's all about getting what you want quickly. It's all about understanding what you've been doing with your finances and how to shift that. I'll tell you more about it. Mm, I think I'll tell you more about it next episode. Because I don't want to go too deep now. We've already talked enough. I've money talked you out. So just know that in the beginning of the year we're going to be doing a money challenge. It's going to be so much fun. And it's just going to be five days. Not one of those super long ones that no, you're you're full, your plate is full. But I want you to I wanted you to, to understand your money mentality and how you're navigating the money cycle right now. And I want to help you shift that. So it's going to be a five-day challenge. It's going to be a quick fix. We're just going to be putting a Band-Aid on it. And later, if you want to work more with me, more financial, where I combine financial therapy, hypnotherapy, and existential therapy in my group, my Prosperity Club, you can work closely with me too there, but we're not opening our doors again until mid-January. So just stay with us, like listen each week and I'm going to keep unfolding and and revealing what's happening with presidential and, and, and bringing you closer to us. So keep listening, share, share these episodes. Somebody can benefit from this. Even if you didn't, even if there wasn't any tidbits in there for you this week, share it with somebody who, you know, can benefit, especially another healthcare professional. So I'm really dedicated. To serving us as healthcare professionals, we need it. We do, in order for us to stay calm, peaceful, healed ourselves. Yes, let's heal the healers. That's what my job on this planet is heal the healers, the high achievers, the heroes. That's why I came here. And that's what I came to do. That's what I'm doing. So thank you for helping me do that. And I will see you next week, my Prospero. Enjoy enjoy your life and your money All right, I'll see you soon thanks for listening all the way to the end my prosperity pro I want to stay connected with you here are four ways pick the one that works best for you if you want to stay connected with me one if you have any questions I'd love to answer them send them to podcast at presidentiallifestyle.com I'd love it if you would Make a one or two minute audio message and attach it to an email. That'd be the easiest way for me to get it. Ask me anything about creating a life of meaning over money, and I'll get you an answer. Remember the email address is podcast at presidentiallifestyle dot com. Two Subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends, because you guys might want to have a discussion about it, especially if they're a CEO. Who wants to shift from the old American dream to a life of meaning. Three, we try not to have any sponsors on this show unless they are truly in line with our values. I mean, really a good fit. So that means we fund this podcast ourselves. I'd like you to take a look at our resource page to see if there's any products or services that we recommend that are right for you. If not, no worries. Maybe later. If so, please use our affiliate link to purchase. Thank you in advance for doing that. You are such an amazing person. Okay, four and last. If you want to know what's happening over here at Presidential Lifestyle and you want us to email you the update, then go to presidentiallifestyle.com slash blog slash now. And you'll see the current updated blog for the week. But you'll also see a link to subscribe to that blog. We can email it to you if you like. That's presidentiallifestyle.com slash blog slash now. Don't worry. You don't have to remember that link or any links. They're all in the show notes. Oh, and I forgot to say, if you're enjoying this podcast, go ahead and leave us a review and tell us how much you're enjoying it. And now for the legalese. This podcast is not to replace professional counsel. The best advice is from a professional who knows you and your specific situation. The topics discussed in this podcast are general in nature and for informational or entertainment purposes only. We encourage you to meet with a professional that you can discuss your specific situation with. Whether you choose us or someone else, one-on-one counsel is important, whether it's a financial, therapeutic, legal, or other decision. So that's all for now. I'll see you next episode. And remember, you can have wealth in all of its forms. Believe it, and you'll soon see